So did you happen to purchase the movie Undercover Brother? Undercover. Yeah, completely. I I was trying to do it on. Uh, I didn't purchase. It, I rented it. I was completely meaning to do that on mine, but I ended up just going on yours. So I do owe you three dollars and ninety nine cents. Hopefully, there's no interest. Fee. No, no, no. Undercover Brother is a classic. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. There would be no owing money on. You know, it's four dollars, but. I haven't I will, seen Undercover I, Brother in a long time. What's your favorite scene in that movie? Uh, uh, probably when, probably when he comes back white. Kind of like, <laughs> I forgot about that. I haven't seen that movie. Where I'm from, we like so to pronounce long. our e's and our r's. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh hey shit! Hey there, buddy. <laughs> I put my foot in your patootie. <laughs> but yeah, that that scene's funny. Eddie Griffin is hilarious. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, that's a great yeah. cast. That's really all I remember. Then Dee Richards is like the white girl in it. Yes. But yeah, Dave Chappelle and Eddie Griffin. Uh, alone, Neil that's... Patrick Harris is also. Oh, he's one of the white dudes? Yeah, he's the that's white random. guy at the end who was, who was part of the brotherhood, but not actually. I've not seen that movie in probably like over, I don't know, 10 to 15 years. I gotta see. I gotta watch it now that it's yeah, no, it on was, my prime. Um, I would say it's a three-day rental, so... Watch it within the next couple of days. I only rented it. It was like, that's why it's only $3. I don't know why my damn allergies are acting up in the fall when it's usually the summer. So if I sound like I'm sniffling or I have a cold, that's what it is. Um, and the sadness of the Celtics not being in the finals. He's still a little hurt I'm about not, that. Yeah, I'm so, Everything the Heat are doing being <laughs> at six games, we could have done. Like I'm, This is everything I envisioned. Because like you said last time, because I kind of want to go with football, but we'll start here. Yeah. You said last time, like, oh, if the Heat... Like, you'll feel real comfortable with the Heat when they have that one more wing score. Yeah. The Celtics have that, that third wing score with Jalen, Jason, and Gordon Hayward and Kemba. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. And then, of course, Marcus Smart and defense. We had the matchups. I was looking forward to it. But the Heat are providing a classic, now classic, semi-series, especially depending on how tonight goes. I expect a good game. Jimmy Butler's putting together a top 10 single per player Final performance. Yeah, he's playing his ass off. He's, he's he's doing whatever it takes. Like he's just leaving it out there. He's piecing that together because he's about it's about a thirty point triple double that he's putting up right now. Yeah, around like roughly around those stats, and that's crazy. And he's kind of showed his combo guard ability like in the past with his teams, but he's really putting on full like doing whatever he has to do on both ends. Guard LeBron, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's Jimmy. He's a grinder. It's great to watch. It and is last. I, Two series, he's really show, like he's really showcased like how well versed of a passer he is because mm-hmm. he's made he's made some passes that are like oh that's actually like legitimate passing skill not just only hitting the easy the only open man right so. yeah he's playing you know it's rem- reminding me a lot of how LeBron's looked especially in the second half of his career just like picking the right time to pass it like controlling the game mm-hmm. on the offensive end at the complete level kind of like James Harden does as well so yeah like he's like you said, unloading the whole arsenal, it seems like. Not at the same level, because LeBron's was a little bit more, just because Jimmy had more, but it kind of reminds you of the 2015 finals-ish. Yeah, something like a, that. A little bit, like, kind of just in the style, kind of that kind of feel to it, but not the same, because Le- uh, LeBron had less than Jimmy has now, for sure. But football today, have you... Whoa, whoa, we gotta go back. Well, what's your prediction for tonight? You can't just skip over that. Oh, oh, your, your team's kind of got. I, a big I figured game we we're gonna tonight. get back to it. I figured, um, I actually have the Heat tonight. 
I think it's going to go. Forcing a game seven. I think it's going to force him. He by like what? 10, 15? AD's banged up. I got it. AD looks like he has a fucking career ending injury every game. Yeah, just... I, I think it's going to be probably by like four again. It's going to be game five. Is this going to kind of be game six? So I you think, think they LeBron... just pull another heartbreaker out? I think. Man, my I anxiety think... was high on the last game, and I, those weren't even my teams. Like, so oh, mine you was. Feel? Mine was. I think LeBron. I think LeBron has. Uh, Similar kind of game to what he had in Game Five because you originally picked Heat and Six or uh, Lakers and Six. I did. So you don't think they pull it out tonight? I don't only because a Anthony Davis being hampered. I think that's. I think his nagging ankle and heel is going to kind of compromise him just enough to where the Heat are going to be able to get it. It's going to be hampered. Just so, I'm mean, not nothing crazy, but I think it's just going to. That half a step slower to where if he's sliding with where he's sliding with guards where he could block the shot off the glass is gonna be able to able to finish it tough at the basket. Kind of that difference. And that makes a difference in a lot. Also, Kendrick Nunn's been playing very well. Mm-hmm. I said last podcast that Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero had to get twenty five in game five, one of the two. And I think Dunk I think Tyler Hero's going off for twenty four plus tonight. Uh, two responses to that: Duncan Robinson, actually a New England kid, which makes complete sense because every time I looked at him, like I, I know that kind of kid, right? There. You know what I mean? And then you felt like you played against him in AAU, right? Like <laughs> obviously then, he's better than anyone we've ever touched in AAU, but it just feels like a kid, like oh, he's a good shooter from that whatever AAU yeah, like, team we play. I know, like yeah, the typical just white shooter who can get hot, like sneaky, athletic. Yeah, feels like you've played against him before, but he's he played great. That and I want, we've been around our OG crew a little bit. Let me just give a shout out to Nate Kennison because he brought up AD with his own team, the Pelicans. They're a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Didn't really elevate him. And he goes, you know, they he can get really injury prone. And one of you brought up that he played most of the season, not necessarily career high, but he was healthy more than three quarters of the season, mm-hmm. which has been usually a problem for him. And yeah, ever since then, like it just seems late in games, he's getting. Banged up left and right, like sprained ankles. How many times has he turned his ankle these it, playoffs? I think he's honestly in this series alone. I think he's turned his ankle <laughs> twice, and he hurt his heel. And I think this has all been in like the three of the last four games, where it's just like it's this he'll come down odd. It's just naturally where someone like his teammate LeBron is just ultimate durability. Where because when LeBron rolls his ankle, or like, because you've seen it many a times, it just doesn't look like it hurts him. When it, it doesn't even look like it really hurts all that much. And then LeBron just laces him up tighter and goes. Anthony Davis is like he's one of those players that every injury looks like ah, he's it, out for three weeks. It makes me wonder. Like, <laughs> it's weird because Embiid looked like he was gonna be injury prone forever mm-hmm. in his career. Like how his career started, he's actually been pretty healthy ever since his like first two and a half seasons that were really. Yeah. Just riddled with injury or serious injuries and surgeries. Anthony Davis and Przingis, it seems like the slight big men like that, because mm-hmm. they're like, you know, what, 225, would you say, compared uh, to I was Anthony Davis, I think, maybe. is probably 235, but he's, so, but he's naturally lanky. Yeah. So, it, like, because Kevin Durant carries around 240, but Kevin Durant, uh, Kevin Durant 240 and a a LeBron 240 are going to look different just because of how they're built. Because it really seems like Przingis and Anthony Davis, like if they get hard, hard enough, mm-hmm. they don't really survive it as much as no. 
no, no, no. out there big, but no, and they're just it's weird because even like Kevin Durant compare just comparing like body types, like he's close to Porzingis and Anthony Davis, and I don't even feel that with him. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. the Achilles was a freak thing, and then yeah. he's had he had a foot injury. Yeah, because he's not in really career, banging as much as yeah AD. But even when like he gets to the basket and gets hit, I still don't feel like Anthony Davis gets hit, and I'm honestly somewhat like wincing because I feel like he's gonna come down weird. With Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. I never felt that, mm-hmm. or I never feel that I should say because he's still playing. But yeah, you were talking about the NFL. Some good games on today. Chiefs Raiders was a great game mm-hmm. earlier today. Mahomes um, made some throws, made some plays, but ultimately the Raiders. This is now gonna be the Patriots and Broncos bye week because this NFL season's looking like a shit show. It is quickly, very quickly. It is like the Bills and Titans are a Tuesday game. I have never seen a Tuesday game in the history of the NFL. I don't know if there has been or not in the past, but a Tuesday night football game. Odd. (laughs) That is really odd. Did you see the list like the NFL put out for all their schedule changes? Oh, no, I didn't see the full list. It's. I didn't look at it, but it's a full page worth. Really? Instead of just, you know, making like a week 18. Mm-hmm. Was, you know what I mean? Um, they are not handling this well. I don't know what's going to happen. I obviously hope, especially with basketball season officially getting done after this week. I, I would say, hope. At worst, I mean, the longest it's going to extend is Tuesday. So, yeah. Basketball's done starting Wednesday. So, you know, usually having that transition from basketball out to nothing, you know, basically baseball, Olympics, if you got that. Some international soccer, if you got that, but you know, going from basketball to football, yeah, is a lot better. We it, if we get that taken away from us, that would I'd be pretty upset about that. Oh uh, yeah, because yeah, damn. But they they had the longest to prepare for it and didn't really have any sort of great protocol set up. It seems like for the season. No, it, I feel like there could have been some sort of scheduling to where you could do it regionally. I don't know. You know there. Some sort of plan. It's hard because they tried to make it just to stay the exact same. So it's kind of hard. Like, obviously, planning regionally would have been the easiest of things. But scheduling wise, they're playing like the Patriots play the AFC West. So they have to go from New England all the way out Mm -hmm. to Denver and Kansas City and Las Vegas. So it's hard. It was hard to either keep the season as is like they wanted to and that's what they opted to do which probably looking back was not the smartest of things instead of just kind of trying to make it like all right so figure out the teams in closest to your region that you need to play and then do that yeah because there's a way like just schedule all your west coast game you know what i mean something like that it wouldn't have really mattered people would have still contracted COVID 19 from you know at some point Mm -hmm. it just it would have kind of it would have eliminated it, not eliminated, it would have lessened the chances by a little bit, but at the same time, it's still, with this being an open sport in an open arena with 20 times the amount of people in, 20 times the amount of people per team compared to like the NBA, because you have all your coaching staffs and 53-man rosters and everybody, you're going to get, it was bound to happen way more in football than it was for basketball that was in a bubble. Yeah, and... You know, to show the severity of it, Belichick, I don't know if you saw this, he, I believe, requested an extra locker room or an extra space for the locker room for last game because he was oh, I worried about, I believe, or for this going into the next game. I didn't really see the whole thing. Yeah. He 
I believe a lot of the players were staying in hotels rather than that, their own homes. So they started mm-hmm. going to that length. Belichick's been canceling practice all week. Like, I don't know. It seems like a lot of teams are taking matters into their own hands versus the league. Yes. Doing it themselves. So I'm Weird, getting more and more pessimistic about the season, and I don't want to be because, you know, here we are getting to the second month. Mm-hmm. Really going to start to see, like, what teams are, even though it's still kind of feeling like preseason with no preseason prior, you know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm enjoying. I was going to say, obviously, I know you are too, but I'm really enjoying this NFL season so far. Absolutely, especially so. after those months without so I, sports. So I haven't even been thinking about the possibility of COVID ending it, even though it's a very real possibility. I just haven't <laughs> thought. Say. I just haven't thought of it because I just don't want to even have it slip into my mind. I'll just be shocked when it happens, but not really. It didn't slip in your mind when Cam Newton got it? <laughs> nope. I made sure it, I made it so it didn't. <laughs> I'm so focused on the NFL season actually going on. I'm trying to push off all the signs that the season could stop. Thoughts I, on some of the games today? Uh, Ravens, even though they won 27-3 to against the Bengals, their offense needs to get going a little bit more. I think they... I don't know. They're not the same... To me, when I've seen them, they're not the same Ravens team as they were last year. They felt kind of like the Chiefs do now. I mean, the Chiefs have lost today, but you're going to lose games. They just don't feel as dynamic as they once were, like, as they were last year. Like, yeah. it, it felt like you had no answers for them in this year. It just their running attack is not the same at all. I don't know. They're not really using their running backs as was before, but yeah, I think more teams. That's one of the things. I think more teams are going to make Lamar try to really mm-hmm. show off his arm and what he can do in the pocket. As far as the run game goes, I think there's a way to prepare for that. You know, I feel like they're more prepared for what Lamar did last year compared to last season when that's a newer kind of offense. Yeah. Because that's built all the way around Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's just um, the, the amount of running back use, I feel, is... Even though I know they cycle through the running backs that they do have, I just feel they should be running with them more personally. Yeah, I feel like the Ravens will have some sort of drop-off, obviously still a contender, but I was feeling like it was going to be a slight drop-off year for Lamar and yeah, the Ravens, I was say, but still a successful team, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next year, though, that's the kind of year you're going to look for Lamar to really, I think his game will expand like from next year forward, which isn't that bold to say. But Yeah, um... Clayton Claypool, I don't know if you saw the game. Yeah, he four touchdowns. Today. Yeah, he went off. Steelers looked good. Eagles didn't play that bad, actually, surprisingly. Texans finally got their first win. They looked solid. Poor Deshaun Watson. Like, poor Deshaun Honestly, Watson. I feel bad for him. The Panthers are quietly 3-2. and two. Yeah, Teddy. Dan Quinn's getting fired tomorrow or Tuesday. He should be. He should be. They, think, never, they never recovered from that Super Bowl. No. Which I don't want to sound like no. Patriots homer do, but, you know. Think about how the Patriots bounced back from the helmet catch Super Bowl, 18-1 and Super Bowl, compared to the Falcons, who never recovered. Well, I mean, That's it's hard to... No, it, well, all at the same time, it's honestly hard to compare the Patriots to any other organization when it comes to bouncing That's back. That's my point, though. The only, like, like, the That's team like that a you'd match. Have, the team that you'd have to look at would be the Seahawks, because the Seahawks, even though they tried to rebuild, they didn't even really rebuild because they never had a down, down year. Yeah, because their rebuild was them making the wild card because Russell Wilson's so great. But 
But they were, that run for that team, that ended quicker than what you would have anticipated. No, that, that was... Because now it's a new iteration. That I, run for the Seahawks is what what I thought their run was going to be is something what I think the Chiefs is going to be. I, I thought, thought they were going to have a five-year run of probably two Super Bowls, and then it just stopped right after. Obviously, Marshawn Lynch didn't get the ball the one. Yeah, I thought you were going to compare him to the Spurs after the game six. Oh, Ray Allen oh no. shot. They lose, and then come back and win the next year. No, but, I, see, I didn't. That that was the Patriots after the Eagles, but right. I mean, different different kind of moment. But like that was kind of what main the, point is being. They Patriots, came back, yeah. Unlike any other franchise. Well, yeah, especially um, that run. Cardinals won by twenty. They didn't really even look that great. They kind of scored late, but they played the Joe Flacco led Jets team, so that's nothing. Chiefs Raiders was a very good game. Chief Ra- Chiefs Raiders was a game. Raiders of the were day. going toe for toe to toe, I should say, with the Chiefs. Mahomes was making insane plays all around. Like it was just another highlight filled day for Mahomes. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you saw he had his two point conversion. Yeah, his two point conversion was insane. Two point conversion. He had a play on like the third, third or fourth play of the game. He went sixty five yards and hit it like on a rope to I believe Tyree Kill got called back. Did you see this? No, I didn't. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna let you see them for yourselves, but oh, the Dolphins are up 37 to 14 late in the third against the 49ers, and Jimmy G was benched. Was he? Yep. Damn. He was playing atrocious. Cowboys Giants is living up to a Cowboys Giants game of being close. It's just Cowboys are getting smacked early on, and then no, now they they're were. up 24 20. This it's the typical NFC least game. Like yeah, it's yeah it. There's nothing much more than just the Cowboys need to. Mike McCarthy's looking like a downgrade from Jason Garrett. And their team need they need something. It's weird because like they have everything that you would ever ask for on paper. It's just something needs to change there. And I just Jerry Jones, but that's not going to happen. Jerry Jones and they seem to need like more of a a personality of a coach, like an authoritative coach kind of thing. You know. They could do well with someone like Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, like I a Sean Payton, John. Like they need a yeah, exactly. They need a coach I, in there. I would try to go get Jim Harbaugh if that was. I would have tried to do that personally. I'm a fan of his, so yeah, I like Jim Harbaugh. He's Michigan's kind of been up and down, but they, Michigan. Has I definitely liked him on the Niners. I never thought he would leave the NFL after yeah. being that successful with the Niners and Kaepernick and Alex Smith. Shout out to like, Alex Smith too, coming back today. Mm-hmm. 694 days, I believe it was. Yeah. Which is crazy. And then got attacked by Aaron Donald in the first play. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome back to the NFL, yeah, Alex Smith. There's nothing more scary than the best defensive player in the league breathing down your neck. I always kind of liked Alex. I didn't like him early in his career, but then he grew kind of be underrated and he can just scramble better than you think, throw deep better than you think, even though he's a game manager. I was saying, I was saying, I don't, I don't know about you. I don't find the term game manager to be a bad term. Like a lot of people use it as like, it's a bad thing to be a game manager. I I think it's, I I mean, it's, it is and it isn't. It's, I'd rather you be a game manager than a turnover prone player, but it does have a, like kind of a cap to your seal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, but if you got the exact perfect setup, it can be successful. I was going to say, that's what, for most quarterbacks, that's really... I mean, when you have a good team around you, that's all you need. 
game manager who's good on third down. That's, that's why like literally what you want in a court in a quarterback. That's why I was so bullish on this Patriots team is because that's what Belichick would ideally have is a quarterback kind of like him, but even on a lesser level, like yeah, not turning the ball over, can scramble a little bit. Him having Cam with his his running ability and Belichick's, you know, how he wants to manage the clock, it's perfect for him. That's a match made in heaven. Yeah, Cam Cam works perfectly for what Bill and Josh have planned up. Still, I would like a move for a receiver at some point in time. Definitely. I, I'm liking the way the core looks. I like Damian Harris. I like I, Harris they're running. Nice. He's got some pop. They're running back. Their backfield's fine with me. I like the you have Damian Harris to run. You have James White to receive. You have Rex Burkhead kind of to do it all, and then you have JJ Taylor who can, who's just a nice change of pace. So you have a every Sony who had his best game at the so, Patriots you know, a couple weeks ago. So all of that put together, you have a good core of running backs that you can cycle through. Even regard, you never need one guy, especially in today's NFL. No one, like five or six teams, really have one guy who do it all. I like this running back core better with Cam Newton than I do with Brady. Yeah, like yeah, because Cam makes it. Cam brings an element of running himself, so he's going to keep the defense on their toes, and then that's going to open up more holes for the running backs. So I do like like if this makes Sony Michelle look like a number one back, then I'm all for <laughs> even more. You know yeah, what I mean? The running back core, the running mm-hmm. back core, I definitely, I definitely like. It's I, I just want I need a receiver. That personally for me, I just need a receiver. Yeah, I would like one more, one more body. I'm waiting for our tight ends to emerge a little bit. I think that's gonna come once the season rolls along, especially now with this bye week that we have. Apparently, um, I'm really liking our receiving core. I'm actually the spot I'm worried about the most, and, then and I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to the defense in a sec, but with the receivers, I'm actually worried about Edelman the most right now, uh-huh. and I don't want to overreact to that because I feel like older receiver, like give him some time, maybe he'll come along because he is julian edelman but not liking what i see the first few weeks here aside from a seahawks game aside from a seahawks game correct but a lot of drops that he normally would never drop that kind of thing yeah no he's uh, edelman's been pretty edelman's been pretty good he needs to hold on to the ball he had a lot of drops last year too i think actually led the league in drops last year but Hit. Um, he needs to come along. I just don't. Yeah. I just need one. I need a number one. That's literally where I've always been with that. I just need a one because I feel Nikhil Harry would be fine as a two to develop as a number two receiver and not a number one. I can't say much about that yet, just because I don't think has Harry even played eight career games yet. And or ten. Like, has he got to double digits? I think he's around there. It's not even that I think he's bad. I just think that it's hard for a receiver like that. I just think it's hard to come in and be the number one and develop. I think having, say, getting... I'm not sure if they trade him now. He was on the block before. But getting someone like Allen Robinson yeah, and then having Nikhil Harry there, I think just allows him time to develop perfectly. And some, I don't know. I think it's like a new roster. Him building that chemistry with Cam. I feel like he can emerge into that number one role encouraging what i've seen so far they're opening up the playbook with them obviously so i don't even care i agree with you get another receiver but i wouldn't even mind if it's just another outside the numbers guy just like a bigger target because i feel like the guys we have especially with bird how he's emerging i feel like we're okay uh, i'm 
Yeah, they're they're playing as well as you can have them play for sure. I because mm-hmm. it's it's not yeah. looking like a weakness, especially how the offensive lines offensive lines playing great. Oh yeah, I mean you got David Andrews back. You have Joe Tooney. You have Shaq Mason. The rookies they're, like the interior. That interior. That interior three is who's their rookie hard. lineman. Uh, rookie. I'm not a hundred. I know they have Isaiah Wynn at left tackle, and then it's they a, have the last right, name you can't really pronounce. The right tackle, I can't one. think of the name right now. But, but he's performing at like a All Pro level right now, basically or a Pro Bowl level. So mm-hmm. he's that's looking like a great draft pick. They're, I would say their line, their line's looking very good, and that's gonna help, and that's gonna help your receivers for more than anything else can. Because if you have five seconds to get open compared to two, then clearly you're gonna be more apt to get open. Defensively, I just think their linebacking core needs some help, and other than that, I'm not entirely concerned. I agree. And a pass that- rusher, because like, that. I hate having just only timely blitzes to get to the quarterback. I agree with all that, except Belichick is opening up his playbook on defense. Like when he, he blitzes like no other team really does. Like he will send them from different spots mm-hmm. at different points in times. Um how they looked against the Chiefs, who we would I think most people would call the best offense in the league, going toe to toe with them with that group in week three, right? Mm-hmm. Week four. Four, yeah. I'm four. way I'm way more encouraged by this defense than I expected to be preseason. I I was I like the defense. I just want I would like one more even not even just like a playmaking veteran, just not even anything crazy in the linebacking core kind of just to be there and forever. I've wanted a pass rusher since Chandler Jones left. I mean Trey Flowers was solid, but yeah, if we if we him. get to continue a season my optimism only is going to grow with this team. I'm loving this team. They're a fun team. They are. You don't sound too enthused there. What do you mean? I, they're a fun team. They are. They're a fun team. <laughs> I don't know what I need to be that enthused over. I'm not jumping for joy. You're, they're, you're they're, not? They're, they're, a, they're, a very, they're a very good team. They're... I mean, I expect them to be ten and six. I think they're gonna be around eleven and five. Ten and six, eleven and five. Yeah, they look a little it. better than I thought they were going to. I'm good. I'm you don't happy. think they're fun to watch? They're. I, <laughs> I've always they're fun to watch when they're four and twelve. They're the Patriots. Like I always, I always, they're always fun. I don't understand what you're asking. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm messing with you. <laughs> just you sounded unenthused. Is all no, I'm saying. I'm enthused. I like what I'm seeing. What else? Oh yeah, I forgot to mention Twenty One Savage album came out last week. I enjoyed that. It was good. I kind of listened to it in the background while I was at work driving around. Um, It was definitely good to ride around to. It's been popping up on my playlist. I'm enjoying it. I gotta really go in and listen to it, but I like it. Yeah, Twenty One delivered Savage Mode Two and uh, ASAP Ferg Floor Seats Two. That came out, I believe, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Decent album. Ferg's definitely improved as an artist as his career's gone on. It's a stove favorite, so yeah, shout out to stove. Of course, the energy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and I don't know. He's got. You can make an argument who's got the more successful career between him and ASAP Rocky. Um, First, kind of carved out his own niche. So yeah, just because ASAP kind of, I don't know he's like. St- I felt like he's just stopped doing music. Rocky. Yeah. Yeah, the last album he dropped was, was the same 16? day as Pusha T. Or so it was twenty. 
18. Oh, yeah, he I had, believe. yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, like, not a lot of features. So, yeah, he's been real quiet compared to ASAP Ferg. Um, the only thing new that I've been listening to, we talked about a little earlier, was Reason. It was, I think it's the latest signing of Top Dog. What's the album called? Uh, New Beginning. New Beginnings. What do you think of it so far? I, I've listened to it through like one and a half times and I like it a lot. I like it a lot. It's a true... It's got it, that like TDE it, feel. It has TDE feel. It definitely has a TDE feel. Kind of beat selection. You'll kind of remind you a little bit of Schoolboy Q-ish. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in that kind of Schoolboy Q, J-Rock-ish in that kind of vein there. But definitely sounds like TDE and it sounds very good. I think I might place a bet with Aaron tonight about the uh, the Heat winning. Ooh, really? I might. I might do that. So you have them seven? Yeah. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Heat tonight. Okay. Especially, like you said, AD getting banged up. I don't know. Adds a little element to it. Yeah. If Kendrick Nunn or someone like that likes that. What the fuck am I talking about? Frank, Vo- <laughs> Frank Vogel said, da- said Davis will have some soreness in his heel, but will still play tonight versus the Heat as if he wasn't going to play. But like, Reminds me of KD last year. I don't want to put that, but man, the heel... Yeah, so... You hope it doesn't get worse than that, you know? Yes, 100%. 100%. But yeah, what what do you have for a score tonight? 104-100. Mm. I think the more they score... I think they need to have a game... I A game around... Like, in the hundreds, I feel. Can, can Miami can... Excuse me. Miami can win a game below the 100s for sure, but... I think their better bet is to get into the 100s because usually if they're in the 100s, that means they're shooting threes well. And if they're shooting threes well, that that puts them in any game and that makes them much tougher to guard. I got Miami 108-97. 11-point game. I think LeBron obviously does what LeBron does. Anthony Davis a little slower, but like you know, still effective. And I think if Anthony Davis is hampered at all, Mm-hmm. That'll really allow them to kind of clamp down on the others mm-hmm. and make it all LeBron, and you know, getting the Heat three point shooting. Feel like that'll balance that element out. Again, That's where I, you get that again, eleven point cushion. So really, the same game you're talking about, just with more threes, more LeBron exertion, and yeah. forcing a game seven. Um, we'll see though. If you're, in my opinion, if you're the Heat, you make LeBron take tough contested jump shots. You press up on every shooter and then just bother AD and just let AD not get the two rhythm because the two games the two games that the Heat have won one AD got in foul trouble early and could never get into a rhythm and then the second game he got hurt he had 28 and 12 but it wasn't it didn't feel as impactful as the other games that he has had it just felt when AD's not fully there that's the Heat's best chance of winning because really there's not much you're going to do with LeBron regardless. If he's on, he's going to go for 35 to 40. If he's not, he's going to go for like a 27-point triple-double. And it's just how it is. Time's getting close. PS5 or Xbox, what's it going to be for you? Do you know? I've normally switched every single console. So I've gone from the PS2 to 360 to the PS4. So in turn, that'd be the Xbox, but I have absolutely no idea. I may, I may just impulse buy one because I have no problem with that going on either console. 
Are you going to get the digital version or the non-digital version? Because they have two versions of each now. Um, to be honest, I haven't thought of it all that much yet. I really don't know. I'm going to have to go. Digital version's cheaper on each. Yeah. So I'm, I may, but I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. It's looking like the PS5 for me. Yeah. Yeah, because you were the PS2 to 360 to PS4. As yeah, well. I switched. I think the first, I think I had the PS One originally. Yeah, we had back the, back in the day. We had the so PS One and been then the place, Sega. Yeah, yeah, that was the Sega. Yeah, the only thing, only time I went over to the Xbox was for the three hundred and sixty, mm-hmm. which was yeah, was a definitely better console than the PS Three. Yes, and, I agree. I agree, and I like the PS Four. I mean, I think, I think with the PS Four and Xbox One, I think it's just kind of a preference thing. Yeah, I like the controllers better. That's mainly Yeah, I was going to say, it's like what you feel in the controller. There are certain aspects of the Xbox that people like. There are certain aspects of the PS4, certain exclusive games, whatever. But at this point, it's kind of... The graphics are going to be about the same. Everything's going to be about the same. It's just what do you prefer, Xbox or PS5, PS4? I have a story or two that I want to tell, but I'm going to wait till the next podcast. Okay. Next time we record... Because we're running a little long here. Okay. And uh, it's almost game time. It's going to crunch time in some of these later NFL games. So who's the Sunday night game, by the way? Uh, Seahawks and Vikings. So we're not missing much. Yeah, that could be all right game. That'll be all right. I'll peep in on that. Sad to report. I mean, you have seen this by the time the episode goes up. But Dak Prescott looks like he's out for the season after that unfortunate hit. Snapped his ankle. Reminiscent of Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Gordon Hayward, Joe Theismann. Just one of those unfortunate injuries. And the NFC least is going to be even more of a shit show with all these backups running it. Yeah. First Danny Jones and then... Because Wentz went out today, right? Uh, Maybe. I'm not 100% sure to be completely honest. I thought I saw he might have got subbed out. I'm not sure on that. Not 100% sure, but... But the Eagles of- should come out on top, but who the hell yeah, knows? Yeah, they should. But actually, Andy Dalton's not bad. So not bad. Maybe so. Maybe with how dysfunctional the NFC East is, you never know. But yeah, that's true. Andy Dalton is, you know, has been a starter before, so mm-hmm. that might just be enough. He can a go toe to toe with Carson too. Wentz. True. So, true. but best of wishes to Dak Prescott and hope for as speedy as recovery as you can possibly have. Definitely, we're gonna get out of here. We're talking too much. Game six tonight. Enjoy. <laughs>